This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Just a note to our six listeners, there are a couple of sudden startling noises in this episode, so please be aware of those. Emergencies aboard the Oz-9 are usually imminent death situations. A bomb about to go off, an assassin poised to strike, oxygen running out, fugu. A more leisurely sort of death, namely running out of food in a few months or even years, isn't the sort of thing this crew has dealt with. Smart Money says they'll do something massively stupid, like accidentally ejecting the bioswamp and, with it, the only source of long-term sustenance they have. Of course, this crew has surprised us before, although, when I think about it, usually what's surprising is the dumb luck they have despite themselves. Has their luck finally run out? Ugh, it still smells like mold in here. Well, open a window or something. Sometimes I really can't tell if you're joking. Of course I'm joking. We're in space. It's freezing out there. Dear God. Could we perhaps talk about why we're here now? Go ahead. While everyone was messing about with the mold, I noticed the Bichon Freeze was slipping away. He seemed very sneaky about it. He's sneaky about everything, Colin. This morning he stole one of my pancakes and blamed it on Habazetzer's ants. Oh, uh... That was me, actually. You know, I had calibrated the exact amount of syrup and butter for the perfect pancake-to-condiment ratio. Finally, it's clear why you're the captain. Very funny. Eh, you probably did me a favor. Kudzu syrup is disgusting. I know he's sneaky, but he was being extra sneaky. So I followed him. He went to Dr. Von Hobbesetz's lab and then to the sausage room. I stood outside and listened. At great risk to myself, I might add, since they nearly caught me. How? You're invisible. The Bichon Freeze came darting out unexpectedly and tripped over my bucket. You followed him, carrying a bucket. You do know the bucket's visible. Yes, I know. But Joe leaves the thing everywhere. I figured if Freeze turned around, I could just set it down. Is there a rule against carrying a bucket whilst invisible in the Assassin's Handbook? No. 
some things we assume are common sense. So what did you hear? Did he make a phone call or something? No, he was just talking to von Habersetzer. Hey, you got his name right. Twice. Yes, I do that now. May I get on with the story? Pardon me for being supportive. It turns out the doctor is healing him. Yes, he has a healer pod in his lab. You knew about this? He's healing the assassin? Hang on, did Dr. Theo say the terraforming equipment had been removed? Joe and I had a conversation about the doctor and his pet, that third-rate assassin. We were going to alert everyone, but we were trying to figure out why he was doing it first. He's healing Freeze as a backup plan now that Cal is gone. Backup plan? Backup to what? Captain, are you listening? Hmm? Uh, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? The Doctor wants to take over the ship, and he needs the Freeze's help to do it. What? Why? I'm not sure. It got a bit hazy at that point. Lots of thick accents filling the air. I may have missed something. You said he was planning to use Cal, but Cal would have destroyed the ship and killed him too. Apparently, the Doctor has a shuttle. He said it was big and powerful. Could he hide something like that? On a ship this size? Sure. Especially if all the terraforming equipment is gone. Theo did say the terraforming equipment is gone, right? I heard that, didn't I? So what do we do? Freeze is clearly getting smarter, though considering where he was starting from, we may have some time yet. Are you pacing? Please stop pacing. I'm getting this weird doppelganger effect. Doppler. Bless you. What? So, von Habesetzer is healing the Freeze, presumably so he can kill us all. Why? And does that mean Olivia's on his side? My god, I didn't even consider the computer. If Olivia were on his side, he wouldn't need Freeze. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, Colin, could I talk to you over here for a moment? Very well. Well, yeah! seriously. You ask me to come over to you, and then you're startled when I do it. You have no idea how weird this is. Are you sure it was wise to bring in the albatross on this conversation? If the Freeze gets back to full strength, she's the only hope we have for survival. No, there is another. You, Colin. Well, thank you for the vote of confidence, Obi-Wan. But I prefer to count on someone who can control their powers. Yoda. I'm, I'm pretty sure Yoda said that. Really? I thought it was Obi-Wan. If you two are finished... She was programmed to protect the ship and its crew. That has to mean we can trust her. She was programmed by gated galaxies. I don't think we have a choice. Fine. Uh, you've got something on your face, by the way. What? Where? Left side. No, your other left. Higher up. Did I get it? Nope. Still there. Maybe go check the mirror in the little snob's room. Right. Back in a tick. What was the point of that? Mm. Partly so I could talk to you alone for a second. Mostly because it's funny. <laughs> well? I need to know I can trust you. That you're here for the good of the ship, its crew, and our passengers. Have I given you reason to doubt that? You tried to whip Jesse out the airlock. Ah. Uh. I do sometimes have an overwhelming urge to kill her. Yeah, well, we all have that. I just need to know you won't. Much as it often pains me, you're my captain. My loyalty is to you and this ship, and that means obeying your orders. Now, why did you need to send Colin out of the room for that? 
Because Colin isn't who he says he is. Oh, you mean him being my husband, Horace? You knew that? Or think you knew that? Know, know that? I beg your pardon. Just go on, we'll circle back. I've known from the day Joe told me Horace was dead. I did an initial cursory scan of everyone's body tags the day I met you all. But for privacy reasons, I don't usually go deeper. How do I do that, anyway? We'll circle back. Go on. Colin just seemed so relieved. I thought at first he had a little crush. But then I looked closer at his body tag. And there it was. Why didn't you let on you knew? He tried to kill me once. I figured this was safer all round. What with the superpowers and all. Okay. Circling back. You are not Glenda McRory, Colin's... Mm, Horace's wife. You got the wrong file in memory storage. You're Glenda James. Sort of. Sort of? You're the robot double of Glenda James, otherwise known as the Albatross. You're Scottish and Jesse's sister. I'm... I'm... I know. It's a lot to absorb. How are you feeling? Homicidal? I'm... Scottish? Okay. That wasn't what I was expecting. Yes, Scottish, but you spent a big chunk of your youth in an Irish boarding school for highly unpleasant girls, according to Jesse. You told me! Ah! How long have you been back? Just this moment. Very funny, by the way. And why are there three women's toilets within a reasonable distance, but the nearest men's is miles away? Revenge. This does explain a lot. Like my occasional longing for haggis and bagpipes. I assumed that was just a stereotype. She seems rather hung up on the Scottish bit. Yeah, we pretty much glossed over the whole robot thing. Is she on our side? If you're all done with your secret conversation, we could use you back in the bioswamp. Captain Ish, Big Bird and Colin, back to the bioswamp, please. I just can't believe this. I'm Scottish. So what do we do about Von Hobbesetzer and the Bichon Freeze? You keep an eye on them. For now. And Albatross, you be ready to react if either of them makes a move. I'll see what I can get out of Olivia. Albatross? Scottish? Hmm? Oh, yes. Very well. Yes. Leave the, the bucket. bucket. Fine! While the Albatross, Captain Madeline, and Colin were attempting to sort out allegiances on the bridge, Leet, Joe, and Dr. Von Habesetzer were checking to see how much food is left on the ship, and how many passengers are left alive. Okay, this is uh, Pod Bay 11. How does it look? About the same as the others. Looks like uh, about a third of these are dark. One third. Check. What are you doing? Counting casualties. What are you doing on this part of the ship? Nothing. I was looking for you to return your bucket. Oh, thanks. Where did I leave it? Uh, I do not remember. Where do you think you left it? Why are you looking at each other all side-eye like that? Well, I suspect we are in for a little tightening of the belts. Many of the rooms which should have food stores for the voyage and for the time of the transforming are full of thigh masters, zonapans, and copies of Twilight 54 waxing your moon? Ooh. I read that. I think she's really hitting her stride in that one. How long do you think we have? Yeah? 
Um, if we stretch out our supply from the bioswamp, we have long enough. Of course we do, eh, Monsieur Doctor? Yes, we do. Thank you, my friend. Now, how are our quiet companions? Of course we do. What's uh, that supposed to be? I am sure he means only that we have plenty of food and there is nothing about which we must vary, eh? What do you think he means, eh? Okay, now all three of you are doing it. You know, your faces could freeze like that. It'll be faster if we split up and everyone takes a level. Your Oz body tags have a tracking device if you push really hard just behind your ear. Activate them so that Olivia can find you if you get lost. I thought she could find us everywhere. Not entirely. It, it's a good idea. The ship is vast. It is very simple to get lost. When the tracker is alive, you should see a little blinking light just under your skin. Is it on? Not yet. Hang on. Ouch! Now it's on. You're welcome. Leet, you stay on this level. I'll go down one. Doc, take the one above us. Bitch and freeze. You go up two. Let's meet at the bio swamp in uh, one hour. This is not so much time for the whole level. Just to get a general idea. We'll do a more thorough recon later. That's good. One hour. Which way did we come from? Uh, no, we already did that bit. Just head that way. Right. Lead. Yes, Joe? Follow my finger. That way. Oh, got it. Puppy. <laughs> yes. That thing I activated behind your ear? Yeah, that's not just a tracker. See you in an hour. Later in the bioswamp, the mold was almost immediately attacked by the swamp gator. Jesse, Howard, Emily, Dr. Theo, and Greg leaped to the plant's defense, only for it to wrap up the angry beast in its tendrils. A moment later, the gator was fast asleep, making happy little grunting noises as the mold hummed to it and rocked it gently. Fascinating. Is this normal? Are you actually asking me that or just making conversation? I don't know. Okay, the mold is safe. The gator is contained for now. Can we talk? Hey, uh, some of us are kind of sinking in this uh, soft stuff. How about we uh, head for some uh, higher ground there? There's a lovely hill just over there. It is relatively free of wild boar scat. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow! We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, space monkeys.
Captain out. This is very strange. This swamp is much bigger than the biosphere I remember. Big enough for the big green beastie? I'm not sure yet. I've never seen a sulfurophilius mesotrope this large before. But you knew about it. You're here because of it, eh? Welcome. Join us. We've got swamp sandwiches. Swamp sandwiches? How are they different from the usual horrors? Uh, the bread is a little less green. The cattail jelly is nice. Sedgwich? Yeah, all right. I'll try to wrestle it down. Got anything to chase it with? Brackendry. Or brandy can. Beg pardon? Bracken brandy. Absolutely disgusting, but potent. <laughs> I said potent, I meant potent. <laughs> I've been tipping a little earlier. Be prepared to lose body hair. Pick by the double. Oh, you're not so hairy. Was that you trying to be nice? This is not trying. This is being. I never try. I only succeed. You reckon? Are we safe here? You don't have a herd of rabid cassowaries about to stampede over the horizon now, huh? Do melons stampede? Melons? Uh, No, no. Cassowaries are... Never mind. No worries. I did a quick recon. The cassowaries are on the South 40. (laughs) You're you're joking. (laughs) Right? I don't know. Am I? All right, mold man. Spill it. Why are we here? Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, hello? Hey! Get out of my zebra! Your zebra? Yes! My zebra! How did you get this number? are in here. Why does my sandwich have a bow on it? Don't you like it? Yes, it is lovely to chat with you all, but I'm looking for Dr. Theo Brome. Is he awake? Still breathing, one hopes. (laughs) So there's certainly no guarantee with you lot, is there? Did we lose others? I'm here, Mrs. Sheffield. You know we're still in space, right? Yeah, yes, yes, I heard. <sighs> Pity about poor Matt as well. Dr. Theo was just about to tell us everything. Dr. Theo doesn't know everything. And now that my mime is gone... Yes, who is this mime that everyone keeps banging on about? He is, was my team's... Cosmobotanist. Cosmobotanist. Yeah, well, all you want. He was the guy that was going to save the galaxy. I'm just going to cut to the chase here. Who brought the mold on board? We did. We did. What? 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 All right, so since all these self-proclaimed good people brought the mold on board, I'm going to guess it's a good thing. Wait, your team planted mold as well? Where? On the bridge. Where's yours? On the bridge. 
suppose that would explain why this one grew so big, so fast. Oh, I thought I did that. Oh, you helped, dear. Yeah, now pipe down and eat your Sedgwick. Julie, you're a botanist, aren't you? Yes, but I didn't work on the mold. I don't know much about it, other than it kills the pod plants. Is there going to be a long, boring conversation now? Because there's a patch of daisies over there that I want to go sit in. Alright, long story short then. Gated Galaxy has developed a pod plant that is basically an eating machine. They seed all the Oz ships with these pod plants to take over the galaxy. De- developed? No, no, they didn't develop the pod plants. I've seen the greenhouses. Ben was part of the project. Your husband is one of the bad people? No, he was a plant. Ew, Ben's a plant? Is he mold or pod? Plant, like spy, leet, not plant like a green thing. They're over here! We've been looking for you. Aw man, now we have to start over. So, Gated Galaxies is using killer plants to take over the galaxy. Where did the killer plants come from? French Lick, Indiana. French Lick. French Lick. Are you sure? It's called French Lick? What are you people doing there? Why are you looking at me? I am not all French peepers. Where I am now, there's a resort here called the Showertorium. Showertorium. You know it? Of course he does. <laughs> of course he does? His memory starts like a month ago. You do rattle on with the most absurd nonsense. Hey, uh, there's a circle of daisies coming our way. It's a crown. And it's me. The albatross made it for me. Did she? Wait. Stop. Everyone, stop. God, I'm hungry. Leet, hand me a sandwich. Thanks. What's in this? That one is black gum tapenade with filleted cypress knees and crispy fried shed diamondback skin. Ugh. Will I ever be that hungry, I ask myself. Okay, look, we really need some answers. Who's got them? I'll start. Uh, I was hired to work at G2 about six years ago. They sent me a bunch of seeds to study, but told me not to plant them. So I did. You planted them? Well, yes, but I did study them, too. It it didn't take long to figure out that they were very hostile and very aggressive. I figured G2 wanted a kinder, gentler version, so I started working on that. Uh... I'm not sure you should be having this conversation. Why ever not? Because I don't like it. It is alright, Libshin. I don't know. But, uh, what would make you think G2 wants a nicer version of anything? Pie-eyed optimism? Well, of course I was wrong. Well, I sent back the ones I hybridized from their plants, plus umbilical cells from golden retrievers and DNA from Tom Hanks's hairbrush at the Smithsonian, and my contact went ballistic. Who was your contact? I don't know. We never met, never even spoke. Well, that's why when they called me in, I was able to send Ben in my place. What did they want? They wanted the pod plants to be bigger, grow faster, and to be even more aggressive. Well, then they put those seeds from those plants on the Oz ships. But they're blowing up all their ships. What's the point? The killer pod plants need a great deal of heat to germinate. When the ships blow up, the blast pops the seeds open. The seeds land on the nearest planet and kill everything that moves, so the next chips can terraform it for humans. Uh, Captain Madeline, could you please get off my lap? 
Oh, is that your lap? Sorry. Ow, 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 ow. Can we stop now, please? I've got a lot of built-up electricity here, so somebody's going to get walloped. And newsflash, I'm not taking one for the team, all right? So this ship was originally engineered by G2 to blow up in space. Correct. And that was your job. Appears to be. So what happened? We We did. We did. Oh, for goodness sake. Really? My team removed the killer pods from all the Oz ships, hopefully, and replaced them with my kinder ones. Uh, hopefully? Now, please! Shut up, shut up, shut up before I have an accident! On purpose-ish? There were 400 ships all over the globe. We got as many as we could find. The Oz-9 was our backup plan in case we didn't get them all. Again, with the backup plan. You're an assassin. Aren't you always someone's backup plan? Olivia. Sorry. Quick summary. We pulled the bad seeds off and replaced them with good seeds and put the mold on board because it kills the bad kind of pot plants when it finds them. Hooray! Wait, wait. We pulled the seeds off because we thought they were bad. And we knew we would be crash landing on Earth. We brought the mold to keep it safe from G2. Look, there's more to our side of the story. Yes, there's a great deal more. Oh, come on, I can't hold it. I'm serious. So, there are no seeds aboard this ship. No bad pod seeds, no good pod seeds, just happy mold. Yes. Right. Well done, all. Oh, good. Uh, Now, if everyone could just stay away from any metal for a moment. Uh... Pod Bay 1344 is full of seeds, and they're growing. In Twilight 38, Sincere Apogees, Bella and Edward's adventure involves wandering around in a dark forest, unable to see anything, not even each other. They stumble a lot, spend a lot of time shouting for each other, and the book is full of immortal lines including, What's going on? What the hell was that? And, Why are we here? I'm generally not a huge fan of the series, not being in its target audience, but I do find that particular book really resonates with me for some reason. This concludes Season 2 of Oz 9, so if you were betting on the ship to crash and burn by now, well, you and I are out a little cash. We'll be on hiatus from regular episodes until Sunday, July 19th, but we do have some fun things planned for the break, so stay with us. In Season 2, our cast consisted of Erie Alexander as Julie, Bonnie Brantley as Donna and Jesse, Aaron Clark as Lebichon Frise and Ben, June Clark Eubanks as Glenda and the Albatross, Richard Cowan as Leet and Tiberius, David S. Deer as Dr. Theo Brome, John Faley as Brandon the YouTube Guy, Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, Kevin Hall as Greg, Felonius, and the Oz9 Redshirt, Spotty Bosch, Tour Guide, Radu the Handsome, Matt, and the Armadillo. Eric Perry as Dr. Von Habesetzer, Joe, Howard, and Mr. Southers. Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline. Tim Sherburn as Colin, Emily, and Buck. And me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Guest appearances in Season 2 included Jessica Vest from Cassie and the Spectral Shade, Kyle Jones of The Discussing Network, Raymond Morse of 5 and 30 with Rock, Karen Heimdall of Y2K Podcast, Travis Hull, Susan Franzen, Eric Davis, and Barbara McGarry. 
Thank you all. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. Our music is written and produced by John Faley. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Thank you to David Young of Me, My Demon, and I podcast for Last Minute Humming. You can find him on Twitter at Me, My Demon, and I, all one word. All of us here at Oz9 would love to thank each and every one of our wonderful patrons. David S. Deer of A Ninth World Journal. Alex Kirk. Anthony DeLape of Cardinal Sins Podcast. Barry Heap. Kim Cole of Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Corey Fouch. Craig Edwards, The Media Guy. DJ Silvis of Monkey Man Productions. Diana Wittenbrock. James Jamtas of Creators Anon Podcast. Dwayne Farver of Manifestations Podcast. Eden and Tom Minucci. Emily Swanson. Eric Davis. Evan Melhouse. Daniel French of Fishbonia Sound Design. Janice Weston. Jessica Vest. Julie Stewart. Kari David. Karen Heimdall of Y2K Podcast. Kate of Ignorance Was Bliss Podcast. Kiyomi and Greg Yim. Louisa Wagner. Hilo Cripaldi, otherwise known as Madame Kitty Paldi. Mesa Basada. Marnie Warner. Nicole Aquavella. Raymond Morse of 5 and 30 with Ruck Podcast. Lee and Karen Shackelford of the Relativity Podcast. Rick Croft. R.J. Stonecipher of the Ladies of Strange Podcast. Shosuro Ajo. Stephen and Jazz of Whichever Path Podcast. T.H. Wyman. Talon Stradley of Newton's Dark Room. Tamsin Cheney. Michael Curtis of The Awkward Screw. Timothy J. Raymakers of The Awkward Screw. Travis and Shannon Hull. Nick Wesselman. Until Season 3, Space Monkeys. Narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! <laughs> it strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com.